Hi, everyone. We have some weird news for you in our latest episode of Weird News. We got some things ripped from today's headlines. We've got a website for assassins, some weird fish and worms going on, a president who apparently thinks elves are real, some dumb criminals, classic. We all love dumb criminals. <laughs> and of course, we end with one kind of terrible story from a, a, an airplane and one uplifting story from an airplane on this edition of Weird Gu- News. Guess which story is going to be uh, told by which I think we know. podcaster. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Hi. My name's Carrie. Okay, I'm Dean. Hi, Dean. Hi. Hi, Carrie. So, we're doing Weird News. We are. You want to start us off here? I do. I'll start us off with a surprise, well, no, actually kind of a sad story, I suppose, or at least it starts with a sad story. It's sad and funny. This is funny, oh, sad. Okay. You probably won't find it that funny, <laughs> I suspect, but... What would you do if you wanted to become an assassin, a hitman? How would you go about that? That's kind of a silly question to ask a pacifist like me. (laughs) Pretend you weren't. What if you decided you wanted to be a hit woman and you were going to go about trying to get a gig? Oh, well, first I would research the least bloody and horrifying ways to kill somebody so i'd become a master poisoner oh okay okay and then you'd probably try to like maybe google how to become a hitman no i'd go on the dark web okay i was gonna say you'd probably just do it on my work laptop yeah there you go that's good nice when the kids okay they leave their computers lying around (laughs) yeah what (laughs) i don't know what he's like you should arrest him an air national guardsman in tennessee decided he i have these skills from the military i need some money I'll become a hitman. Oh. So he went on the internet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he Googled it or whatever, but he found a website called rentahitman.com. He looked on that hit website. That website appeared to be a place where you could either find someone to hire you to kill someone, or you could so offer your services like he was going right. to do, or you could hire someone to kill someone you needed killing. Kind of the Craigslist for... Hitman. A little bit. I mentioned he's in Tennessee. Yeah. And he, so he signs on to this. I don't know if you have to do a password or what, but he signs on to this web, Rent-A-Hitman website. And sure enough, he gets an offer. They're going to pay him $5,000. He kills some loved one of somebody. So he arranges for a meeting and he goes to a meeting with a person who gives him $2,500, kind of a down payment. And mm-hmm. he even asks like, hey, do I need to give you a picture to get the rest of the $2,500? Or can you just trust me because you, you know, read the obituary? And then that person who was hiring him after, after our would-be hitman, whose name was Josiah Ernesto Garcia. Uh-huh. So after Garcia took the money, that person meeting with him did what do you imagine came next. I imagine he was arrested. He was arrested because, of course, the hiree, the hirer was an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that... Rent a Hitman is a parody site. It is not a real site for hit persons. Oh. It is a complete accident. I'll explain why. First, for Garcia, so he, on this, I guess he, like, you have to like do some kind of a profile, something. So he described himself as a quote, expert marksman. <laughs> and his military nickname was Reaper. So he's trying God. to, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know sure that may or may was. not be yeah. true, but. I'm going to go with 
may not be true. A quote from him was, being in the military, doing that sort of work already, I was looking into civilian law enforcement, but that's not for me. I wanted to do something more exciting, end quote. And that's why he decided to be a killer. Good Lord. That's Josiah. So they arrested him and they went and they got a warrant and searched his house. And indeed, he had an AR-15 at his house. And he's going to go. This is this just happened, by the way. And he's going to go to trial. And he it says he faces up to 10 years in prison. Shouldn't that be another zero on that? He was going to murder yeah. someone. T- up to yeah. 10 years in prison. Because... He was so dumb uh, that he didn't yeah. find a customer through a, a real way. What if he, nobody uh, died? And but solicitation of murder yeah. should be life in prison. I it agree. should be virtually like a, like even um, attempted murder. Mm-hmm. So you can horribly injure someone, try to kill them, or even just not horribly injure them, injure someone, but literally try to kill them, and you get a fraction of the sentence that a murder would be. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. I agree. So this website was founded by a guy named Bob Innes a long time ago, back in 2000, I think it was 2005, actually. He was in college doing IT stuff in Santa Rosa, California, in Northern California, in Sonoma County. He and a colleague in school, so like a classmate, thought we could start some kind of company. Let's start a computer security company. They were both nerds, right? Mm-hmm. And so they chose a tongue-in-cheek name, Rent-A-Hitman. The rent meant... Hire us. The hit man meant we'll generate hits on your website for you. Oh. Not literally, we will kill someone yeah. for you. He said, and it said, quote, rent as in hire us, hit as in network traffic, and men, because there were four of us, we thought it was funny, end quote. So he lets it go. It never happens. It was more like almost a school project, but it just kind of stopped doing it. So three years yeah. later, in 2008, he just logs on to that old website, just to check it out. He's yeah. like, oh, that's right. I had this website thing called rent to him Let's see what's going on there. He found 300 plus emails in his inbox. Oh. And many, many, and many of them were, we want to hire you. One said, quote, how much for a hit? Do you perform asset extraction? And another, another one, oh, that was the second one. A third one said, are you hiring? So you had, you had the people who wanted to hire, wow. people who needed other kind of services, and people who wanted to be hire. <laughs> Quote, there was even a female out of the UK who wanted to learn the business so that she could become a hit woman. End quote. Wow. I know it. So he did this. He read all these things and he said, I don't want to have people killed. So I'm going to turn it into a, but I like this. This is funny. He turned it into a parody site. And so he started putting fake customer testimonials. Like, hey, I was, I'm a satisfied customer. They got rid of my aunt or whatever, some yeah. big things like that. They were fake. And he gave out customer service awards to various hit persons on the website. He said that they had 17,985, quote, operatives at their disposal. That number, at the time in 2016, he Google searched how many police departments were there in the U.S. He got that number. He said, those are our operatives. And in a sense, they were. Oh. Because when he would get serious inquiries, he would turn it over to the Good local point. police department. Good for him. Yeah. He's, so far, there have been about 30 arrests, he says. And a, a few convictions. This Again, this is according to Bob Ennis. I, yeah. He just seems genuine. Yeah. The first one that was convicted that he, he mentioned was... The uh, I think the same British woman he mentioned, Helen Kaplan, she was a British woman. She emailed the site in 2010 asking to have, oh no, this is, I'm sorry, this is different. So in 2010, Helen Kaplan asked to have three family members murdered for her because she said that they had cheated her out of inheritance. He says, 
that she was in a dark place and, and yeah. she provided their names and addresses. All the information was easily corroborated. This lady was definitely in a very dark, dark place, end quote. Yeah. So he turned that over to the police. She was in Canada, so he must have, I don't know, yeah. FBI. He probably called the FBI. And she was arrested, convicted, four months in jail wow. in Canada, and then extradited back to the UK. I don't know what the UK did with her, but four months in jail mm-hmm. for soliciting murder of three, three people. people. That's it, We just don't take these things seriously mm-hmm. enough, obviously. But uh, Bob Ennis says, quote, although completely bogus, the... Um, the parody website ha- gets 6,200 hits per month. Per month. Yeah. With many of them are inquiries just like, yeah. like these kind of things. So there are people out there, and a lot of them, mm-hmm. who want people killed, want to kill people, and are dumb enough to go on a website called yeah. rentahitman.com and lay it out. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yes, it is. But, so I told you, I think it's, it's horrible and sad, but kind of funny, too, because well, people it, are... Yes. Dumb criminals on. are funny. Yeah. But, love dumb. I have another yeah. dumb criminal for you later. But, yeah. Dumb criminals. Well, my... First, though, oh. we're going to go with, uh, do a couple of animal stories. Mm-hmm. You got one, then I have one. Mine's about a boy who caught a fish. Mm, sounds good. So far, so good. In Oklahoma. Super wholesome, right? It does sound wholesome. This happened this summer. An 11-year-old boy named Charlie oh. Clinton. Super American name. Was just, you know, they they had like a little neighborhood pond. He was just having fun on a on a summer afternoon behind their house. And he was catching fish and he caught this fish and his mom was on the porch just kind of watching the kids. And he started screaming, oh my God, my God, mom, mom, come. So she thought. That's, by the way, spot on. That <laughs> sounded like an 11 year old boy from Oklahoma. Perfectly. Thank you. She said she thought he was just being dramatic for whatever reason, trying to catch a fish. And then she, when she got closer and looked at the fish that Charlie had caught. Oh. He opened its mouth and showed her. It had human teeth. I saw that picture. It, we got to put a picture up. That Those picture? are freaking <laughs> human teeth. Those are full on, they look exactly like the bottom row. If yep. you, you can't see the picture right now. Hopefully go on the website yeah. and look at it. But they pop, they pull the lip down from this fish. I think it yep. even looks like a lip, doesn't it? Yeah. And it looks like a perfect row of human, bottom, bottom row of human teeth. It's, it's unsettling. Yep. So, it turned out that he had caught a Paku. Paku. P-A-C-U. It's a cousin of the piranha. Mm. And it is a native of South America, not Oklahoma, surprisingly no. enough. The teeth don't look sharp though, do they? They look like No, they look like human teeth. Human teeth. But even like you'd have the little sharp ones on I don't see those. No, they're all flat. What are those? Flat. Inci- not incisors. Canines. canines on the top. Is it incisors? The, the little Maybe. bit of sharp ones on the bottom. They don't even have those. They're all pretty flat. Yeah, there's nothing sharp. But still, cr- I mean, you could absolutely, if you if you yeah. blocked out the, the fish face around it, you'd say, well, yeah, that's just human Oh, yeah, it looks like that's a person. for sure human teeth. Yeah. And the picture I showed you is black and white. Yeah. I'll post. The picture that I post will be the color one. Yeah. But so... They posted a picture of this weird fish because that's their picture on Facebook. They're, you know, they have like a neighborhood Facebook page mm-hmm. and then got in touch with a game warden to find out, you know, what that kind of fish is this. 
But because this their pond is a catch and release pond, mm. they don't keep the fish, so sh- so they let it go. And then, of course, when the game warden got back in touch with them, he said, "No, no, no! Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to re-release those." But she said, "We made a mistake. Yeah. Oopsies, we didn't know." There are some. There are some invasive, spe- invasive species yeah. that you you should kill them, and, and it's a it's a good thing to kill them. But if you don't know, you yes. shouldn't do that. Well, so ever since that happened, Charlie has been stalking this <laughs> paku fish, trying to catch it. it. He said it was. It gave up. You know, it gave quite a fight. It yeah. was a struggle. How how big? Did it say how many pounds um, it weighed or anything? It doesn't, it doesn't look huge, but you can't no, tell the scale. It, it wasn't that big. There's another picture that shows that will show you. They can get really big. They can grow. Up to three and a half feet Whoa. and 88 pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. This one wasn't that big. No, this one was super small. And so the the game warden, you know, went online and basically said somebody had this as a pet. Yeah. And it outgrew its tank and they released it into the wide. And he, sa- and he said, how dare you? Oh, good for him. Yes. Well, that's why we have Burmese pythons in Florida. The dumbasses with pets. Who, mm-hmm. That's cool, man. I'll impress the chicks. I'll put it under purple light, man. We'll and, get high. And then on the Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Converse, Conservation on their Twitter, where you know he basically said, "How dare you?" to the assuming He's you know, the the pet owner that released it. So, some commenter wrote in all caps, "Why does it have human teeth?" <laughs> <laughs> and the the game warden or whoever handles their Twitter wrote, "IDK, we didn't make them." <laughs> <laughs> I like the prisoner has their Twitter, but it, I mean, it looks like a fish had dentures. Yes. Maybe the, oh, you know what? Maybe it does. Have, do pockets have regular teeth and this one just had dentures? Maybe. No. Throwing that so Charlie, or they have a neighbor who has volunteered to eat it if mm. Charlie ever catches it. And his mom said, no, if he ever does catch it, we're going to mount it. And Uh-oh. they're going to mount it with his mouth open, kind of smiling, For so sure. you can see the teeth. Because that'll just creep. <laughs> Put it in your kitchen. That'll that won't creep out your guests. No, Charlie can have it in his room. I'm oh, assuming. I I feel like the kitchen would be. So Dining not room. only Dining is sure. this not the first Paku caught in Oklahoma, it's not the first time an 11 year old has caught one in Oklahoma. It's a routine for 11 year old Oklahomans to catch Paku. Well, about five years ago. Another 11-year-old named Kennedy Smith in Lindsay, Oklahoma, yeah. caught one. Generally, there I don't know what Lin, uh, what uh, Kennedy did with his, but you know, generally they're not dangerous, even though they are related to the piranha. Mm-hmm. But you want to know what their nickname is? Um, the human tooth fish from no, it's Bolivia. a scary nickname. Um, if hold you're on, a man. Oh. <gasps> I don't want to say it, and I don't even want to think about it, and I'm hoping you don't say it, but I feel like oh, you're going I'm gonna to. Oh, I'm going to say it. Damn you. Ball cutter. Oh, God. <laughs> because. They do that? Well, supposedly they have a habit of attacking men's testicles. Why? Why would anyone want to do that? There were even, in 2013, they were, there were warnings for skinny dippers in Scandinavia uh, after one fish was caught in the wild. Okay, A- why you skinny dip in Scandinavia? Shouldn't you have a full-on dry suit? Oh, that are you kidding? That's what they do. But it's so cold. Yeah. Okay. They go out in that freezing... They probably go out in the freezing water in okay. the middle of winter. So there's going to be some shrinkage. Yeah, well, I'm sure. And is that... So that Paku is still getting at your, your balls, your sack, your coin purse? I don't know. They weren't real concerned about it. I, I mean, would be hyper-concerned about that. I'd wear a cup 
Well, I made in the suit. fish expert Henrik Carl said it's not normal to get your testicles bitten off, of course, but it can happen. Well, okay, that's enough for me. <laughs> I don't need any more information. He wrote, especially now in Sweden. Don't ask me why, especially what? now in Sweden. I am not going to Sweden. He did say it. it's more likely you're going to drown than die of a weird fish attack. That is not good enough. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the right. red belly paku and related species actually eat nuts and seeds from fruit trees and plants. Yeah, Carrie, nuts and seeds. <laughs> their main food source. Oh, I choose to believe that's not the kind of nuts you're thinking about and that they're terrifying. I'm now never swimming again. Thank you. Well, they do have feeding behavior similar to piranhas. So if <sighs> there's a whole bunch of them <sighs> in the water where you <sighs> are, they bite. It's called a bite event. So a they bite will event. bite. Yeah. And, and they bite with the human teeth. But they, yes. again, they didn't look very sharp. So Well, okay, my teeth aren't very sharp, but if I tried hard enough, I could do some damage are you threatening to me? somebody's skin. I feel like, are you threatening everyone at this point? Just tell are me you gonna bite? Are you going to bite off balls? <laughs> are you a Paku? Are okay. you a Paku woman? Enough are of you that. a hybrid? Well, they're also supposedly delicious, in case anybody's wondering. I've heard piranha's not bad. They're known for have, having a mild, slightly sweet Ooh. flavor. And um, they taste kind of like balls, I guess, is what they eat. In 1997, there was a U.S. academic study that found the taste to be comparable to that of hybrid striped bass, tilapia, and rainbow trout, but superior to catfish. Oh, well, that's not saying a lot. That's a low hurdle. Catfish, yeah. I actually kind of like catfish, but they're not great. I yeah. do not like tilapia. Tilapia is super overrated. Not a fan. Yeah. Well, one guy, a British fisherman named Jeremy Wade, well, he's, a, that's Jeremy Wright. He's the fisherman guy. Yeah. He does, that's what he does. He caught a 40-pound Paku Damn. in Papua New Guinea in 2011. He said it had the surprising human-like mouth. Yeah. And he said it was almost like they have teeth specially made for crushing. Hmm. Balls. They, they look like human molars. Balls. And yeah. they have powerful jaw muscles, so they mm. probably can do some damage. Yeah, they look kind of like, I, I guess I was comparing them to flat front teeth but they almost look a little molarish too yeah some of the especially the ones that go back further yeah. it doesn't look like it's like like a full yeah row because it's it's kind of more Let's shallow than human picture. teeth but yeah. yeah check out the picture yeah those are human teeth for yep. god's sake for god's sake put your hands over cup your balls the entire time you're <laughs> swimming in south america so there you or go. oklahoma or sweden that's my fish story well, thank you, Carrie. I'm going to follow up with another kind of scary animal story. It's about a, quote, aggressive worm that is invading, wait for it, Carrie, the Sacramento, California I knew area. I you say that. You and your worm stories. I This is the only worm story I remember ever talking about. What What's <laughs> happening? I've, I've said other worm stories? No, this is it. This is the only one. So this is a, it's an invasive worm that is from like Korea, I think, and maybe parts of China that can jump as much as a foot in the air. And they're, they're called, um, wait, what? they're from China and Korea, but what did somebody bring one as a pet and let it, not a pet, but they think they come over like <laughs> in potting soil or in plants and things like that, imported plants and stuff like that. They're, they're just kind check those hiding. kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, but somebody don't. I mean, we can't bring plants from Mexico. Why you know, can you bring plants from 
Well, people should check their things. They're also known as Alabama jumpers and Jersey wigglers, wood eels, and crazy snake worms. But mm. they've gone to those places like Alabama and New Jersey from yeah, Asia yeah. originally. So this is the first time they've recently been spotted in California. They spotted another part of Northern California a couple of years ago, but very recently they have been found in the Sacramento, California area. How big are they? They are bigger than you might think. I don't know. Nothing I'm reading here tells me their size, which okay. is, um, thank you, CBS News, for a well-told story. Well, so that means they're probably... They're decent size, though. I mean, I see, I'm seeing a picture of one. They look like an earthworm, and they look pretty big, although then again, that could be a picture of an earthworm. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So again, the media is for shit. Yeah. It's gone to hell. But the problem, of course, with them is not that they're really going to hurt you. They're not going to hurt you. I was just teasing you. Yeah. Although you're terrified of worms. No, I'm not terrified yes, of worms. Yes, you're terrified of worms. Let's be honest. I'm, Carrie. I, I Carrie. hate snails. Mm. I'm not terrified of them. You're scared of them. I loathe them. You're, you loathe them, I, but you I, loathe them so much that they scare you. I don't think they're going to hurt me. If one was crawling on your foot, would you shriek and I would away? absolutely scream. Oh, well, there you go. And kick violently to get it off of me. That sounds like fair. Because of the disgust I would feel. <laughs> they are voracious eaters. And what they do is they devour the whole, like all the detritus and fallen leaves and stuff like that on the top of the soil. Mm -hmm. and, and in their area, they'll just eat it all. Yeah. Apparently that's bad because lots of other animals rely on that yeah. and live on that. And plants need that to grow. Right. So they can be bad for the, your environment. Yeah. And again, they're invasive here. So I, I imagine that means they don't have as many normal predators as they would have in Korea. Well, and as we know, cats are killing birds. So yes. I, I imagine birds would be their predators. I like that. I like the way mm -hmm. I, that's we drag cats into it. As we know, <laughs> I'm going to badmouth cats. I'm going to drag on cats and those kill birds and birds would eat these goddamn worms because I remember from cartoons that burns, birds eat worms. No, it is. A, yeah. They do. Uh, of course they do. Okay. But these worms that you're terrified of, their eggs can also be spread through raking or blowing fallen leaves. Mm. So another reason to ban gasoline-powered leaf yep. blowers, which are evil, are by using fallen leaves as compost material. So all you people out there who are using compost and things, you're probably going to kill Lots of, well, I don't know. I'm exaggerating. is good. I suppose. I was just trying to put a, 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 a scary spin on it. And it, yeah. it, if you stop and think about it, even though they can jump about a foot in there, it's not it's very scary. No, it's not scary. But it would be, I think it would be kind of fun to see a worm uh, a foot in the air. We should have contest, worm jumping <laughs> contest. I, I credit you with that idea. It's a very good idea. Let's do it. Are they specific as to where in Sacramento, or are they just saying Sacramento area? Yeah. So it could be, I mean, for all they know, I mean, they could mean Davis. <laughs> you said that with such disdain. It could be Davis. It's like people who think Anaheim is Los Angeles. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's, well, That's bothersome to me. Still, I feel like you're a little scared and you're going to lose some sleep. Now, <laughs> we move on to a, a weird story about a world leader. Oh, you're going next again? Okay. I am. Cheater. I tell <laughs> Yeah, I have more to tell than you do. <laughs> this is pretty quick, though. This is the president of Mexico, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. Mm -hmm. Familiar. Familiar. He's the, he's the center-left president of Mexico who has been uh, quite a bit of dif disappointment to many Americans on the left because he cozied up to Trump when Trump got elected president of the United States yeah. in a way that he was was 
disappointing to a lot of folks. It turns out, though, he might be a little crazy because he recently posted a photo of what he said was an alux, A-L-U-X-E, which is a mischievous woodland spirit from Mayan folklore, very similar to an elf. And everything about the post indicated he thought, dead seriously, this is a thing. I got a picture of an elf. Here's an elf. Hmm. Did you see the picture? I, you know, nothing I can see uh, showed the picture. Oh. I don't know how hard I looked. I'm not going to lie. But Where did he post it? I don't know. You're asking a lot of questions, Carrie. Oh, okay. He wrote... About the photo, he said, quote, it was taken three days ago by an engineer. It appears to be an outlooks, adding, everything is mystical, end quote. Mm. And this was in February, earlier this year, in February of this year, when he posted this. Oh, Lord. It was, the photo was taken at night, and it shows, I guess, a tree with a branch. And it, it said, the report I read, it said it looks like a halo of hair and what may be stars forming the figure's eyes. Did you find a picture of it? Yeah. We'll post this picture. It, yeah, it's very dark. It's yeah. There's some kind of a light-like thing in a tree. That could be a monkey. That could be nothing whatsoever. That could be the reflection no, off I of think something. It's, it's part of the tree. Oh, it could be part. It could be something reflecting yeah. off the tree, like something that's sticky or something like that. Uh, or it could be an alux. Alux, a mischievous woodland spirit from Mayan folklore. It could be that just as, the probabilities I believe are even that it's a non-supernatural part of a tree or an elf. No, it's part of the tree. Damn it. Well, Carrie, everything is mystical. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, Lopez Obrador has long just expressed lots of reverence for indigenous beliefs and indigenous cultures. So this may just have been him, you know, scoring some political points. Hmm. with those constituencies. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. Or he could really think elves are real. I don't know. I mean, it's not time. It wouldn't, It depending on the size of this tree, it yeah. looks huge. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Well, you don't know the tree. Exactly. Size. It's probably a decent sized tree, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's why when you first showed it to me, I thought like some kind of a monkey. Like a decent sized monkey was yeah. in there. And that was like its whitish fur that looks like this halo. I don't know. It doesn't look like any kind of a creature. Certainly, no. you wouldn't go that. Hey, elf. Yeah. The only weird part about it is the, it, what looks like the eyes are kind of glowing, just because they look perfectly placed where eyes would be. Uh, okay. Which, but who knows what they are? And it could be doctored. Sheer, yeah. You don't. You know. That's true knows? too. But just in case, since these crazy little woodland creatures are known to play tricks on people, like hiding things of yours. Some people leave them little gifts, little offerings to appease them. So just to be safe, if I'm in the forest in Mexico, leave a gift for the Alux just so they don't take my shit and hide it. Yeah. So that's the story of the president of Mexico who believes in elves. (laughs) What do you have for us, Carrie? I am going to tell you a very serious story Uh about a warning from the CDC Mm. regarding... It's not about fentanyl, is it? No. Uh, something that I wonder if you've heard of it called alpha gal syndrome. Alpha gal syndrome? Yeah. Alpha gal. That sounds like a clothing store for certain women who are both, let's be honest, a little heavy, but also are like business, like business attire for larger women. Alpha gal. Wow. The word gal is just, you know, like, what's that store that sells to larger sizes? 
Lane Bryant. Not the other one. Catherine's. No. It has like the, the title is on the nose. The name of the store is a little more on the nose. Are you thinking of Nasty Gal? No. I haven't even heard of these things. Well, I don't know a story, a, a store nasty that has gal. gal in it. Yeah, nasty No, I didn't gal. say gal, but it has something like that. Oh. I can't remember. Anyway, go ahead. So it's called Alpha Gal. <sighs> so maybe it's just for like super aggressive type A female personalities. What do you think? Are alpha males yes. super aggressive? They're dicks. When you say it's an alpha male or someone says they're an alpha male, they're an asshole. Okay. Fact. Anyhow. No, alpha gal syndrome has nothing to do with women. Oh, well, that's weird. Yes. Really? Even though it's called alpha gal. Okay. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with alpha. I don't know why they called it that. Well, because of whatever alpha gal means. <laughs> <laughs> that's called circular reasoning. That's fine. Let's go ahead. It happens to be a tick-borne illness. Yeah, that's real weird. A few it's a years lot of tick-borne illnesses. Yeah. A few years ago, I heard a, a very interesting podcast episode. I don't know which one. It was one of those NPR podcasts. So Alpha Gal? Was it Alpha Gal, the no, podcast? No. It was um, like Radio Lab or This okay. American Life, one of those. Okay. And it was about a young woman who actually worked for NPR. She was like a producer or something like that. And she loved like barbecuing meat and it was like her big thing she you know probably had a smoker and she, you know they do ribs and big tray tips and you know that was her thing she loved barbecuing and you know having people come over and stuff like that sure and then one day she started getting violently ill <gasps> yeah real sick mm. like vomiting and Ew. just it's very severe and did she have the meat sweats was it too much meat she couldn't figure it out. It wasn't too much meat. Okay. But couldn't figure it out. You know, couldn't get a diagnosis. And, you know, GI symptoms, you think I have gastrointestinal. gastrointestinal. You think you have some virus and it goes away and then you're better. Mm. But it, it would keep coming back. And it turned out they, it took a while and it was very difficult. But she was diagnosed with alpha gal syndrome, hmm. which is an allergy to red meat <gasps> caused by tick bites. Really? Yeah, specifically the Lone Star tick. The Lone Star. Is but, it in Texas? But they think it, it's not just isolated to only Lone Star ticks. So the CDC is warning people about this, uh, that it's an emerging public health concern. And there have been more than 90,000 suspected what? cases documented in from 2017 to 2022. And Conspiracy theory? What? Vegans are doing this. Eh. Vegans are traveling the country, spreading the disease, blaming it on ticks, throwing ticks way under the bus, and actually trying to stamp out red meat consumption. And I, for one, am not going to stand for it. Well, still... I'm not going to do anything, but I'm not going to stand for it. Only like half of doctors have ever been heard of alpha-gal syndrome. Hopefully this changes because This last podcast. Month, <laughs> no, because last month the CDC released some reports. Oh, uh, okay. So good. hopefully so doctors maybe pay attention to Between CDC the CDC reports. reports and our podcast, <laughs> a lot more doctors are going to know about this, I think. Yeah, I feel like. because apparently they don't listen to NPR hey, podcasts. Hey, doctors, you're welcome. We're trying to help. So there is a there is a diagnostic test. It's just a blood test. So, But until recently, there was like one lab in the entire country that could do the tests. And most, like, you know, half of doctors haven't even heard of this. And then half of the doctors who have heard of it don't know 
what test they're supposed to order and how they're supposed to get the test. And then the other half say, what the fuck is it called? Alpha gal <laughs> syndrome again? Tell me, explain that to me. Well, I will tell you the scientists first figured this out around a decade ago mm-hmm. when they identified patients who got allergic reactions, regular allergic reactions, such as hives and anaphylaxis after eating beef or pork, mm-hmm. because that's a regular allergic reaction. And most of these people had been bitten by the Lone Star ticks. Yeah, but if you're yeah, if you're allergic to any kind of meat, right, you'd know presumably pretty early on, not you, late if, adulthood or you know well into adulthood, right? Well, it's not a it's it's not a an allergy. You can't just develop it. it okay, has to so it has to be okay. And I'll tell you why. But so it the the alpha gal syndrome has evolved because originally around ten years ago people presented with regular um, allergy symptoms like hives and stuff. Now, lots of times the people like they'll eat, they'll get bitten by a tick in the summer. Mm -hmm. And then in November, they have a hamburger and get Mm -hmm. violently ill. So you're going to think it's food poisoning or a virus or whatever. And then it goes until away. You, you've until gotten you, sick multiple times off yes. of red meat and you finally notice the correlation. And then you go to the doctor and you may have to go to five different doctors yeah. because half of them have a never heard of alpha-gal syndrome. The math is, is a little queasy, but go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> and um, so most, you know, regular GI kind of doctors won't know. They're yeah. not looking for allergies. Basically. Well, you think they would? Is it because the degree a, a, a GI doctor is going to know about obscure allergies? It'd be the kind of allergies that affect the gastrointestinal tract, and this one apparently does that. So you think they would? Yeah. be a, I don't know how more many likely to be aware do that, of that though. Uh, four, and one of those is alpha gal. No, it's beta gal. There's C gal. I'm not. Well, there is a doctor that. named uh, Sarah McGill, and she's a gastroenterologist at the University of North Carolina. And some alpha-gal syndrome patients get sick to their stomach after they eat red meat, like I said, and never get any of the other symptoms, which is new. And she said people get abdominal pain, diarrhea, nausea, or vomiting about two to six hours after eating red meat. Mm. These ticks are in... Wait, I don't know why I'm even talking about things out of order, but (laughs) it was mostly like in the southeast... Before what, oh the really yeah that's barbecue country wow can you imagine a southerner not being able to have brisket yeah that would be culturally devastating but the range of the Lone Star Tick Texas se- seemingly yeah not properly named Texas loves his barbecue extend extends from New York and Iowa to Texas and Florida. Hmm? Mm-hmm. There have been cases of this reported on every continent what? except Antarctica. This should be way more well known. Yep. And, and I, very few cows in Antarctica. So that's yeah. not And surprising. that other types of ticks, besides the Lone Star tick, could hmm. also cause it. So you're at a higher risk if you get multiple tick bites. They say four or more. So if you spend a lot of time hiking in the woods, you... Or at a higher, you know, you, you ever been bit by a tick? Have you had a tick in you? I don't believe I, I have. ever have. It's not great. It had burnt. My dad burned it out. Yeesh. You burnt. You took a cigarette lighter and held it to the tick's butt. Yeah. Because if you just pull it out, the head might stay in there. You can get infected. It's yeah. not good. And so it had to come out voluntarily. You had to persuade it. Yeah. And you couldn't use logic, butt. so you used <laughs> fire. Well, alpha gal 
is a sugar molecule found in most mammals, including cows. How are you spelling alpha-gal? Are you spelling like alpha-gal? Alpha-gal. Okay. Well, still weird. Most mammals have it. Cows, lambs, and pigs. It could also be found in the saliva of ticks. Humans and other apes do not have alpha-gal. We're a little classier than ticks. So it's foreign to our Mm. bodies, which is why when you're get tick saliva in your skin and it's got alpha-gal in it, it can be an inflammation trigger and cause an allergic reaction. Yeah. So it's basically your immune system is tricked. The person will literally get this every time they eat red meat and there is no treatment that and would, no cure. That would be awful. I, would yes. get, I don't eat a lot of red meat, but when I do, no, I like red meat. Wait. But you basically have to... Stop eating red meat. You can eat chicken and fish. You you know, you can eat poultry, which I would survive just fine. Ironically, can you eat ticks? Are ticks considered red meat? Probably not. No. So you can still eat ticks. No, you couldn't eat red meat. Ticks. You You can eat eat ticks. ticks. Yes, you could. No, because they have alpha-gal. They're not red meat, Carrie. Mm, Don't be dumb. Ticks are delicious. When my dad burned that tick, actually, essentially, he roasted it. Uh It was good. Well, and so... You could, there's also, you're at a lower risk, but you could also have an allergic reaction to uh, like dairy. Oh, well, meat, I'm already there. Meat, so. cheese, and wow. other like gelatin so kind of stuff. Worse? Yeah. Okay. Well, I better not go get a tick. Yeah. I better be careful. I'll be wearing like long, thick socks whenever we're walking through high grass. That's my, that's my theory. That's what I'm going to do. Well, not, not long pants, socks is what I, is my. Solution. You shouldn't eat dairy anyway, so. It's not the point. I'm, I want to avoid ticks, Carrie. I don't want to be allergic to red meat or worse allergic to dairy. Come on, man. Yeah. Keep up. It, I, it would be bad if I was allergic to dairy, if I'm honest. Yeah. But I wouldn't have any, any problem with cutting out red meat. Well, you're a monster. So we now go on to our dumb criminal story that I teased up front. These dumb criminals were named... John Garza, age 37, and Arlie Nemo, age 43, they were in prison in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I'm sorry. They were in prison in Newport News, Virginia. Okay. Okay. Let's let's, let's rephrase that. And when the prison authorities went to check, you know, they do their normal bed check in the morning on on a Monday morning about, oh, about four months ago. So it was in March of 2023. They found that John and Arlie were not there. It was about, I'm sorry, it was about 7.15 p.m. I said morning, didn't I? I mean, it was, it was the nighttime check. So okay. everybody's back in the prison cells. Let's all check on you guys. Those two guys are not in their cell. They were cellmates. I imagine some kind of big siren goes off, and it did. As they're sending out word, they sent out an all-points bulletin. They got it onto the media. These two escaped convicts. They had... Uh, uh, description of them probably including things like they're wearing an orange jumpsuit be on the lookout mm-hmm. for they uh the prison said that they used a weakness in the construction of the prison they took advantage of that weakness in the construction of the prison to to get out to escape and at first they wouldn't say what that was eventually yeah. they I don't were blame them. i don't blame them. well for other people to know until they could fix it but pretty quickly yeah. it got out and what that weakness was was um, I guess like soft walls <laughs> and rebar bars in the wall. So what these two guys did is that they started digging a hole with improvised tools, like a toothbrush and things yeah. like that, in into their wall yeah. on their prison. 
and they got a, a, a good size hole enough that they got into the rebar, the yeah. steel bars inside, and they're able, I guess, to. I don't know if they broke it or somehow they got the rebar and now they can use a steel bar to make the hole much quicker and much better. Now, did they put a poster of a 1940s sex symbol in front of it during the day? I don't know. I'm assuming they did. Who was it? In, uh, who was the picture of? It was um, in Shawshank. I haven't seen Is that my, movie. Oh my God. You've not seen The Shawshank Redemption. No, I have not. You Disgust me. It probably came out when I was having a baby. Doesn't matter. And you went to see it without it's me. Widely available on various media. Well, well we'll I have don't to, anyway. To see it. Anyway, now that I'm sad, we so he famously put a picture of a poster of like uh, this is in the, like a 40s or 50s pinup. Betty Page. Something like that. And you know, and that's and he hit a big hole that he escaped from. I don't know. They may have done that as well. But yeah. I've seen the hole. It's a picture. We'll we'll put a picture of the hole. It's a pretty goddamn big hole. Yeah. In their like cinder block cell. Yeah. So they were able to to, to exploit this weakness with at first primitive tools, and then the better tool that they found inside of the wall, uh, usefully left there for them, and that the, and they got a, they were able to get all the way through that wall, and then somehow scale the containment fence around this prison. I don't think it was a maximum security prison. They're both in for kind of white collarist crimes, Ooh. like, you know, forgery and stuff like that. I don't think this was like maximum security. It isn't certain. I hope it's not. Yeah. For Virginia's sake. But they scaled that, that containment wall and they took off. They're free, right? What do you do if you just escaped from prison? What's the first thing you do if you escape from prison, Carrie? <laughs> I've asked you, what You're would you do if you me. wanted to be a hitman? And yeah. now, what would you do if you escaped from prison? I would find some place to hide. Wouldn't you, though? Yeah. So would everyone else in the world. Not these two guys. Now, they have an all-points bulletin. They have to assume. They know that there's bed check at 7.15 yeah. p.m. They have to assume that the word is out and they've escaped. They got about an hour away to Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. Virginia, and they went to an IHOP. An international house of pancakes. They were jonesing for some pancakes with, let's say, blueberry syrup. And they sat down at like 3.30 in the morning. I don't know if they walked the entire time or what have you. They got there because our drive. And they ate. And they ate pancakes all the way until the police got there and arrested them. Because as soon as they were seen in that thing, in the IHOP, Ordering their pancakes with what money? I'm not sure. Yeah, the customers, some of them having seen them, heard on the radio or seen on the on the TV, even though it's early, early morning, late night customers immediately call the police and they're arrested. I was going to say what money and also did, how what were they wearing? That's a great question. I have no idea. I mean, they I, I, did they find clothes? Maybe they, they could have found clothes on the way there in, in a dumpster or something like that. Let's let's assume. Okay. And in an IHOP, you're not going to look that out of place with dumpster clothes or frankly with jumpsuit <laughs> orange jumpsuit. I there, you'll probably fit right in. I don't think it was the clothes. Oh, I think it was the descriptions and the bulletins, the bolo, I think they say, whether yeah. so, so somebody, I guess multiple people pretty much immediately called them as they're eating and they are, were arrested and they are now back in prison because they are incredibly stupid. Hmm. I think, I think it was, wait, it says the Hampton Police Department. So it may have been in Hampton. I've got a couple of articles here. That's all right. Okay. So somewhere in Virginia, they went from one place in Virginia where there was a prison to another place in Virginia where there was an IHOP. You would think there'd be an IHOP right in the same town as prisons pretty you routinely. Never know. Sometimes prisons are out. Yeah, this one wasn't. Not amongst. Newport News is, oh. a, is a decent sized city. So. Mm-hmm. 
It's not a not a great city. Sorry, Newport News. Okay. But it's someone we know lived there and didn't like it. So that's the story of the IHOP okay. escapees. Let's call them the IHOP escapees. Okay. Okay. Now are you going to tell your... Yes. So we have two more stories, dear audience, both dealing with airplanes. Yep. I'm going to tell you one that's kind of sad and tragic. Carrie's going to tell us one that is uplifting and wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Mine is about an airplane in North Carolina. This actually happened last year, but I've been, I haven't told the story yet because it's not, it's it's weird, but it is weird. It's it's pretty terrible. So <gasps> Mine's North Carolina too. <gasps> Coincidence? What if it's the same one? And you think this is uplifting no, and I think this is sad. It's absolutely that would be not. Phenomenal. <laughs> so this was in a, a young 23-year-old pilot named Charles Crooks was co-piloting a Casa CN212 Aviocar. I have no a small plane. I don't know a whole lot about planes. If you don't say the word Cessna, I'm at a loss okay. with a small plane. But a small plane. And he was flying with his fellow pilot. They were doing they they worked for a company, worked for a company that did, did skydiving, did dropping skydivers. And apparently they were that's exactly what they were doing. They were dropping skydivers out of the rear. I guess they had the rear, it, it opened up in the very back, right? Right. And you can the people, the skydivers jumped out. Did their skydiving. They're at about 3,500 feet. I think they're actually now approaching to land. And the aircraft had some damage, apparently, to the landing gear. So they were circling. They circled two or three times trying to figure out what's going on and if they could land safely. And the only people who were on board were Crooks and the pilot. And the article I have, it doesn't name the pilot. I'm not sure why. And they're going. They're heading toward the Raleigh Durham International Airport in North Carolina, okay. and they so they notify aircraft control and the pilot and says we've got a landing gear problem. We're going to circle, but just be aware we might need some help. Then, very suddenly, the plane hit some turbulence, and she got shaken up. But you know, pretty normal. So Crooks turns to the pilot. He's the young guy, and he said, "I don't feel really well. I'm going to go to the to the back of the plane, presumably." to throw up. Right. And so he walks out and he either opened or the rear ramp or it was already opened. And if he opened it, it was like to, like to literally get some air. Yeah. For ventilation, one of the articles I read said. So they're flying, they're they're doing their approach, they're they're circling around the airport, they've got the landing problem, and suddenly they hit a bunch of turbulence. Mm-hmm. And the turbulence made, apparently made Crooks, the co-pilot, the young co-pilot, feel sick. So he opened a cockpit window. Which, That's literally what it says. So you can roll down the yeah. window like a car, like a 1960s sedan. I didn't think apparently you could open Apparently you can. Apparently it was to get air to see if it made him feel better. Yeah. It didn't make him feel better enough. So he told the pilot, I'm going to go to the back. Now, I believe the ramp... Is still open that uh, that they the skydivers jumped out of right that's in the back of the plane. So he goes back. He's probably going to throw up, and he in fact he even told the pilot, "I think I'm going to be sick. I'm sorry." He apologized. He then walked out of the cockpit towards the open rear ramp, and then nothing. The pilot just realized. Apparently, at some point, the pilot turned around and saw that he wasn't there anymore. Remember, this is a very small plane. Yeah, he had apparently fallen from the aircraft. But it's very, the weirdness here is that it's possible he walked out of the craft. The pilot seems to think he may have intentionally walked out of the craft. He said he he appeared that, the pilot said that his co-pilot, Quirks, felt, looked, quote, visibly upset 
about being sick. Like he was mad at himself and he was angry. And he said he did not appear to reach for a bar that was about six feet high that you hold on. Right. It looked like he didn't reach for it. He just walked toward that open ramp and he had no parachute on. Remember, he was he was yeah. helping to pilot the aircraft. So that's that's what's weird. It it, it almost seems like whatever, he yeah. snapped and he walked out of the ramp at thirty five hundred feet wow. and fell to his death. And so they 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 landed, they had a hard landing, of course. So it's and just the pilot now. It's just the pilot now, yeah. The the pilot uh, alerted air traffic control controllers at that point, and he said, I just lost my co-pilot. He's out of the plane. So yeah. they immediately dispatched search people to go in and look for him, but, yeah. which is really a, a search for a body. He was able to land the plane in a grassy field near the airport around uh, in the afternoon. I'm not sure why he didn't go and land at the airport. And they were able to find Crook's body uh, nearby in a, in a location southwest of Raleigh. They found it about five hours later after a resident heard a noise in their backyard. So oh. that noise had to have been his body hitting the ground in, in a resident's backyard. Oh, my God. So that's horrifying. The Crooks' father told the uh, Raleigh News Station that his son was a certified flight instructor. He spent years working to become a pilot. Quote, he pursued his private pilot license while he was in college. He said a couple weeks ago that he wouldn't trade places with anybody in the world. He loved where he was. Uh, end quote. His... Father huh. can't imagine what happened. So, I mean, it could be. We don't know. That's the weirdness. Did he walk out? He, he seemed, he, he didn't reach for the bar. He seemed weirdly upset. Or did he go to throw up? Lot, yeah. but, I mean, can you lose, I don't know. Yeah. Lose don't your know. balance and fall out the ramp? Maybe. Why wouldn't they close the ramp when the skydivers are out? Yeah. You have two pilots. You have a pilot and a co-pilot. Why don't you go back there and close that? Or, or shouldn't it be a, a button? button to yeah. close the ramp? I don't know. I don't know how this Planes work because again, I don't know anything about planes and skydiving. So, our skydiving for that, yeah. yeah. So that's a that's a tragic story hmm. from the air. The weirdness being, it's a mystery. It really it's very strange behavior. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll probably yeah, we'll we'll probably never know what was in his head at the time. Carrie is now going to finish up with a far far that's far a less nice sad story. story. I'm going to tell you about a guy named Phil Stringer, 34 years old. He's the chief operating officer of a real estate brokerage and also consults with businesses about using AI. Oh, who doesn't? So, I don't know if I like him or not. Eventually, every job will be either erased by AI or will be an AI-based job. Mm -hmm. Well, he travels a lot for work. And on a Sunday in late June, he was at the airport going from Oklahoma City to Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm assuming he lives in Charlotte. And he had an early morning flight, and it was a Sunday. He wanted to get home because he had business meetings Monday morning at work. And his flight just kept getting delayed, you know, and you know how it goes in increments. First they tell you it's one oh. hour, then it's another hour, then another hour throughout the whole day. And it said it was for maintenance reasons. So They always say that. Because no one's going to question that. Now, God damn it, just fly it, but yeah. it's not for me. Give us the broken airplane. Yeah. So he basically set himself up at the Starbucks in the airport. And then finally, he'd been there so long, the Starbucks closed. Mm. They don't stay open throughout yeah. the night. And he was finally called to the gate just before midnight. And when he got there, it was like empty. There was <sighs> nobody there. And he thought, 
oh my God, did I miss hearing it? And is this, everybody's on the plane. Is this going to be a zombie story? Is this zombies? <laughs> no. So he thought he was Damn just it. late. And no, the lady at the at the gate said, no, honey, you're the only one left. What? Who's going to get on this flight. Everybody else had, I guess, found other flights I'm, or decided to go the next day or whatever. And, and that airline... American went, Airlines. American Airlines went ahead with that flight. Yep. That is shocking. So it was just Phil. That's the shock of this story. It's not that he's going to be know. by himself in an airplane. It's that American Airlines still didn't say, nope, can't do it. Yep. Sorry. It was Phil and four flight attendants who had all been called back from their hotel <sighs> for this, you know, short. It was like a two and a half hour flight. Yeah. And he said when they, when he walked up to the gate and the, afflint, the flight attendant saw him there. They're like, oh my God, you have to be kidding me. Just, <laughs> just you. And he said they started teasing him and because basically they were forced to go to work yeah. in the middle of the night just for him. I'm surprised they didn't threaten him. Well, they did joke that he'd be sitting in a middle seat in the back of the plane with no snacks or drinks. And he said... Well, they weren't joking. He said he thought, okay, that sounds fair. And No, it doesn't. And I should be in first class with he, everything I want. He's going to see how many times he can hit the call button. Yeah. <laughs> so they were joking with each other okay. from the very beginning. And when they had to do the announcements and stuff, <laughs> they did them just for him. And so they were addressing him and making sure he understood everything. And Did he sit in an exit seat? And then he goes, I don't want to sit. And they had to reseat him. <laughs> It did look, there's a video on TikTok. He did, he made a video of all of this and put it on TikTok. And it does look like he probably was sitting in first class. The, the seats looked big. And they would end every PA announcement saying, yes, Phil, we're only talking to you. <laughs> so he said they laughed a lot. They played games. And at the end of the flight, they traded numbers. Oh, so he's hitting on all four flight attendants. Nice. Good job, Phil. No, I don't think so. Male and female. He didn't care. He landed... Around 3.30 a.m. Charlotte time, only to find out his luggage was lost. Oh, wow. How do you lose yeah. your... You have <laughs> literally one job, Phil's luggage, and you screw that so, up, American I know. Airlines. Well, you know, it's funny because one of our daughters recently took a flight, and it was delayed. It was It was delayed like an hour or two. And so they got the notice, you know, you get a notification on your phone saying your flight's delayed. So you don't go to the airport at your original flight time. Mm -hmm. You go to the airport at the new time, they yes. tell you. And they checked their bags and they were told by the people checking the bags, no, you should have. No. Yeah. Are you serious? She said okay. the lady was a the complete asshole. Dick. Told her they couldn't guarantee that their bags were going to make it on their flight because... They should have checked their bags at the original flight time. You can go. And Emma said. Oh, my God. You're just a dick. Yeah. That's a dick move to say. And so our daughter's like. What airline was that? Was Southwest Airlines, was wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. despicable. Southwest Airlines Isn't of Dallas, crazy? Texas, in case you don't know who Southwest Airlines is. That's a pretty <laughs> shitty thing to say. It's also a lie. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So his flight was delayed like 18 hours. So he should have, you know. You know, his thing, I don't care if it does make sense from your little flight world. Nobody knows that. Yeah, and, and not in general know that, know that. You're asking people to inconvenience themselves yes. massively so for your little whatever, your little stupid system. Yeah. Fix your goddamn system. But also, here's the thing. He probably did check his bag. I'm sure he did. he'd been at the airport yeah. the whole they, day. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. They put it on an earlier flight. Yeah. So anyway, it took about 45 minutes and, and then he found it and then he had to drive an hour to get Ugh. home, have a quick shower, and then it was time to go to work. I think so, I'm taking a day off. So they have kept in touch. He said they have a group text. A group text. <laughs> they started it on the plane. He's group. texting people 20 feet away. <laughs> they have a group chat going and they, you know, talk about, you know, day-to-day stuff. And his TikTok video went pretty viral. It's gotten more than 10 million likes Jeez. and he gets calls and supportive comments from people from all over the place. And he has been invited to join the video sharing platform Cameo. Mm. You've probably never heard never of it. Never heard of it. It's usually celebrities. You can pay 30 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever, depending on who the celebrity is. I think they set their own rates. Oh, I have heard of that. To send you a video yes. or a voicemail or something. So something like specific that. about to you or something like that, right? Yeah. If you okay. want. So, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, you know. So it's hard up celebrities. Yeah. By definition. I'm sure yes. there are a bunch. On of actors on Cameo oh, now. Yeah, there's a lot of actors on Cameo now, but yeah, I have heard of that. Yeah. So anyway, he, he didn't think it was going to get that much attention, but it really has. And so people think it's really nice that a, some, what could have been an unpleasant and uncomfortable situation, everybody involved yeah. gave it a positive spin well, that's and good. became good friends. And in fact... Phil booked tickets to go visit. I guess the the um the is he home base. Get married to one of the flight attendants. <laughs> the home base for the flight attendants is Dallas, so he was going like the next month. So presumably yeah. in July, he flew to Dallas to visit all of his new BFFs. That's nice, good for you, Phil. Yeah. Good for you, flight attendant people. That's good for you, American Airlines too. Okay. Usually, I'm actually a big fan of, of Southwest. I think they're they're yeah, except for being late and having horrific collapsing cascading events yeah. that last for days other than that i've always been happy yeah. i didn't know about the story that what happened to our daughter and that makes me angry yes she I'm was call angry somebody. too i'm not really gonna call anybody and anymore. their bags made it just fine which i would have so really it probably it, it, oh yeah okay yeah. we should name that person did you did know you, did and, you get a name no oh, but okay. she said our daughter said she you know she was really kind of mean about it too so let's give her the benefit of the doubt she was having a bad day who mm, knows no maybe excuse. her dog died that morning. no excuse so we all wonder why why did they still do this flight with one person yeah. why didn't they just cancel it let I the know. flight attendants stay in they bed had, and all that the kind plane of stuff. had to be there for some reason well right? yeah here's yeah. the thing the and he phil asked you know yeah. really just like, for I'll me just, you can just put me up in a hotel and they said lots of times airlines make more money on the cargo that they're transporting than the passengers and they still have to transport the cargo and or like you said they need to get that plane to the next airport because they all yeah that's the cascade thing yeah yep so he said it seemed like you know they were probably going to fly the plane to to charlotte whether he was on the plane Hmm. or not so he should have been allowed to sit in the cockpit that would have been more than fair well, in recent years, I'm going to tell you real quick about some other flyers who have gotten an entire airplane Alone, to really? themselves. So yes. solo flying in a yep. large jet is a thing? A woman flew from New York City to Washington, D.C. all alone in mm. 2018. A Lithuanian man flew to Italy all alone. From in, Lithuania? Yeah, That's in 2019. A Florida college student on his way back from England... Last year in 2022, it says, and a passenger. So maybe wow. there were two people on this okay, plane. Okay, so that's kind of cheating. Headed, they went from Portugal to Ireland. Okay. Notice you didn't say Florida man, you said a Florida college student. Because when you start a sentence, Florida man, the yeah. rest of the sentence involves somebody <laughs> eating somebody's face in almost every yeah. one. Okay. 
That's why. Makes sense. So anyhow, Good. I think it would be kind of eerie to sit oh, on an airplane. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah, you could put the armrest down and just... Yes. Lay down. <laughs> you don't have to be alone to do that. You could just be... As to good. lay down? To lay down, no. You, you could have more than one person and still lay down. on the. You just have have three seats <laughs> to lay down, Carrie. Not, but That's still. True. I probably still wouldn't lay down. You probably wouldn't. No. No. It'd be a, would it be a little scary, though, if you're, solo, if you're a single female, I wonder? Hmm. Why? Probably not. No. I don't know. And then some, you know. Like the male flight attendant comes, hey, how are you doing? You know, flight attendants tend to be super friendly and non-threatening types of people. Okay. I, what if you're on a, an airplane with just one other person and he was a boozy asshole? Then what would you do? Well, as long as there were attentive flight attendants, okay. I wouldn't be too worried about All it. All right. All right. I'm they don't let boozed up people get on oh, airplanes. Oh, oh, really? They're not supposed to. Is that to. what you've been told? They're not supposed I've to. Because I've seen them. I've sat next to them, so yeah. Well, they do. recently? Mm, not super recently, but yeah. multiple times in the past. Yeah. Yes, that's a, times that's a they flat have changed, lie. Dean. I hope so. They have. I just saw a video of a pilot giving, you know, the uh, a spiel. I like a, spiel. To a plane. <laughs> somehow made that Hebrew, but that's okay. Before the um, flight took off. Yeah. Basically, telling the passengers about etiquette. Yeah. Be nice. Don't be rude. You know, be nice to your fellow travelers. Be nice to the flight attendants. I wish I didn't, you know, I wish I didn't have to, you know, have yeah. this talk with you guys. Something must have happened. It's getting bad. And he said, those of you sitting in the middle seats, raise your hands. Only like five people raise their hands. He goes, okay, only five of you. Okay, this is my gift to you. Both armrests are yours for the trip. That's what you get for sitting in the middle. Uh, wants not if middle. I'm on the, on the uh, window <laughs> seat. I'm sorry. Well... I usually, I usually, I like both. It's only fair. I, I suppose it is. You're right. Still, yeah, yeah it has gotten really bad. Yeah. Uh, in the air there, there's a lot of dicks. So somebody, some passenger was recording it, and so it's made its way to the internet. Another viral video. Well, thank you, Carrie, for that uplifting tale of, I don't know if it's lip, uplifting, it's really just at the end of the day, a guy alone on a plane. Yeah, but and certainly, made, and he made four new friends. That's true. And he's apparently going to get married to one of them, so... <laughs> I, I choose to believe that. Thank you, Carrie. That was the latest in weird news. Hope you enjoyed those various little tidbits. We'll do it again in a couple of months. What story was your favorite? Um, of yours or mine? Of all of them. Um, I kind of like the Rent a Hitman. That's yeah. just insane. That's that, some, that story. thousands of people have typed on and on on a website. I want you to kill someone yeah. for me. That's insane. Yeah, people are dumb. Yeah, they are. I like my story about Charlie catching the fish with human teeth. I do too. I do, and I've seen the best. The best visual is going to be the fish with human yeah, teeth for sure. That, and that's a good story for sure. Because we don't have a visual from the hitman like a dead no. body or anything like that. But the the fish with teeth, yeah. it's it's creepy. And so. Charlie will have that story for the rest of his life. Enjoy that. Enjoy that picture. Enjoy these. Hope you enjoy these stories. Until next time, see you. Thanks for listening.